You're listening to Skip Intro with me, Krista Smith. Hi there, Skip Intro listeners. Today, we are celebrating the end of our fifth season. I can't even quite believe it, even when I'm saying it. Five seasons. From L.A. to Toronto to London, it was a whirlwind run of incredible conversations with some pretty good company. And I'm so grateful to have had you along with me for the ride. Thank you so much for being with me on this incredible journey. It's been a privilege. Before I say goodbye to this season entirely, I always like to do a recap. And there are a few moments that I won't be quick to forget. One... I absolutely loved getting to meet Tyler Perry for the first time at the Toronto International Film Festival. The entertainment empire he's built over his career is just truly jaw-dropping. And it was an honor to sit down with him, to feel that energy, just see how real he is and how generous he is as a human being. I was also thrilled to catch up with Florence Pugh and Millie Bobby Brown, two powerful young women who I've spoken to multiple times over the years. It's wonderful to watch them flourish as artists and as humans. I love having a front row seat to see their continued impact on this industry and beyond, frankly. And of course, (laughs) it was a moment, a very special moment, to talk with former Secretary of State Hillary Clinton and her daughter, Chelsea Clinton. Film has always presented a unique opportunity to amplify the untold stories around the world. And I'm excited that the Clintons are centering their mission around that effort. So to commemorate these conversations and the end of season five, I've gathered a few of my favorite quotes to share with you all. Thank you, and I hope you enjoy. Kate Hudson. It's no secret that the film industry can be extremely taxing. I'm curious, what has helped you keep so focused over the years? I think some people, after working in our industry for a long time, can feel exhausted by the process and kind of, I don't know, beaten down a little bit Mm -hmm. by the amount of criticism especially for women, I think it get, can get really like hard. It's why, I think that's why you see so many women kind of stepping a little bit away after a while. They just need a break. They're like, oh, because there's so much scrutiny. You know, with the great comes the bad. Like it's always a catch-22, I think, for women. I don't know how I've figured out how to like cut all that noise out, but I'll, I think I'll always want to just be a part of this little weird, wild, creative world Mm -hmm. called movie making, you know. Hillary Clinton, tell me about the first film experience that had a major impact on you. Well, I remember the first movie I ever saw in a movie theater with my grandmother and my younger brother. So I was maybe six and he was three. And it was a reissuing of Wizard of Oz I thought it was miraculous. I had never, I mean, we had a little black and white TV at that time, which I had no idea how that worked. I really did think there were little people in there. And going to a theater and just being overwhelmed. To me, it was, yes, it was entertainment, but it was so much more than entertainment. It was such a a spark of imagination and a great story and, and so many instances, you know, over so many years now where I've felt that. Christian Bale. 
You've been working since you were a child. Where have you been getting your motivation as an actor? I, I want to make sure that uh, anything I do, that I can become obsessive about and immersed in. And I do enjoy that greatly. There's not much in life that we can do as a shared experience where you get to be that obsessive. You know, we have uh, private relationships where obviously that uh, is hopefully uh, present for people. We have kind of collective experiences, whether it be sort of, a you know, dancing or whether it be watching sports events where there's a unity, you know, with other people that uh, is um, really gratifying and a real adrenaline rush. And I get that equally from being pointed in the same direction and looking at the same, you know, horizon with uh, people I'm working with on films. Janelle Monet, growing up, what was it that nurtured your interest in performing? And my mom never told me no. My parents never told me no. You you can't entertain. You can't sing. You can't act. You can't like they just encouraged me. Encouraged me by listening to me by you know allowing me to listen to 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 R&B, to gospel, to pop, to watching movies. Like they took me to go see films. They took me to go see black films. They took me to go see sci-fi films. Like it was their early I think just like opening up my mind early on to what I could do and, and, and just never, never limiting that. Greta Gerwig, I was so excited to see you step in front of the camera again in White Noise. It's been a long time since I've acted on film. I find it very invigorating, but also very terrifying. It makes me feel vulnerable in a way that I think uh, directing... Directing you vulnerable, of course, but it, it, it's funny, like in the moment you have a machine in front of you, so you can feel kind of safe in the machine of it. And acting, you suddenly feel like you've opened your chest and all of a sudden your heart is just beating out for everyone. And that's a quite quite uniquely terrifying experience, which I hadn't had for a while. And then I did it again and I thought, oh, right, this, this is hard. This is very hard. This is what I'm asking people to do all the time. Guillermo del Toro. You've brought empathy and dimension to creatures and monsters that have appeared throughout your work. How did you then come to view them through a lens of fragility and loss? I truly, truly felt as a kid is that monsters were the incarnation of the permission to be imperfect, the permission to not be the active, sporty, happy, sunny boy that everybody seemed to consider an ideal, you know? That it was okay to be in the darkness or reading a book and being quiet and, you know, the thing that you long for the most is to be seen by your parents as an ideal son or or an ideal child, no matter what you do, because that's who you are. And, 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 And I think the monsters represent many things and they represent the possibility to exist in an imperfection for me. Millie Bobby Brown, I know you've discussed your experience with anxiety and how animals have helped you through that. In fact, uh, you had a bunny that you took with you everywhere for the Enola Holmes 2 film. But I know how important that has become in your life. So can you tell me about the impact that caring for animals has had on you? For me, I've dealt with anxiety a lot in my life and my animals are what really heals me like I've been to therapy and it's been an amazing experience doing that but for some reason coming home and and being with my animals it it has healed my soul so 
Yeah, I'm a crazy animal lady, by the way, which people are like, are you okay? Are you 70 years old? And I have 13. I'm like, no, nah. like literally I'm like ready for my boyfriend to break up. Man, like it's fine. You can leave me at any point in time because I know that I'm a crazy cat lady, but I love all animals. So I'm not opposed to any of them. And, uh, you know, I just have a really, really strong bond with them. And I think that, you know, it's a great experience. Tyler Perry, what's a major takeaway for you when you look back at your career? I look at my life as never having any failures because everything that I thought was a failure worked for my good. As awful as it may have been in the time, looking back at it now, it taught me such a valuable lesson to prepare me for exactly where I am now. Florence Pugh, when you were little, how did your expectations of Hollywood measure up to your experience in it now? You know what? I didn't think I'd have this much control. And I think coming into it and hopefully knowing where I was going to go, I kind of made a biggest statement within myself because I thought I wasn't going to have that much control to try and take lots of control. And as a result, it means that I'm completely conscious and completely aware of what's going on. And it feels really wonderful to be in charge of my career and be in charge of what it is that I want to say and be in charge of what it is that I have opinions over. And I didn't think I was going to be able to do that. I didn't think that there was going to be space or room for that. That is like, that's always the scary part. You can think what you want to think and and want to have the career that you want to have. But if you don't have the people allowing you to do that around you, then it, then it's just not possible. So to have support system at home, support system in my team, I'm here because of all of that. Thanks for tuning in. Our regular personality interviews will be on a brief hiatus. However, I'll still be bringing you a new what and why each Friday to keep you up to date on what myself and the Q team are watching and why. Thanks so much for joining me. I'm Krista Smith, your host and creator of the show. Skip Intro is produced and edited by Isabel Arricchio and engineered by Dave Corwin. Special thanks to our coordinator, Alyssa Hillman. Please subscribe, rate, and review Skip Intro wherever you've been listening. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Krista Smith. If you enjoy the podcast, please go to NetflixQ.com for more. That's NetflixQueue.com. Thank you.